Welcome to Intuitate Radio. This is Relationship Insight with an intuitive twist. And these last couple of shows for me have been absolutely phenomenal because we, ha- we have a transformation going on in this studio. I am medium and intuitive Marissa Liza Pell. You can reach me at connectionbeyond.com. And we have our lovely hashtag stable Gina in the studio again, put on her makeup, <laughs> ready to go for the radio show. Well, you got this web camera on me now. <laughs> hey, so Yes. Yeah. You your Phillies uh, sweatshirt. That's right. Looking good. <laughs> How stable are you feeling today? Uh, not very. Not very. Yeah, we got to talk about this. Right cubicle. Cubicle. <laughs> That's a good variation. Oh, what, what, what was that? I'm getting nicknames by the minute. You now. are hashtag like, the cub. Five seconds ago, I was like the cubby hole. Whatever you call me off mic. Now I just huh. said cubicle. That's really well, weird. I, I we get need, it. I we see need to rethink go. Gina's hashtag. Yeah. yeah. How, yeah what I is guess this so. stable nonsense? Yeah. Yeah. This is not. This is. I think you were stable before. Because well, in you comparison were, to Donna, yeah, Donna. Well, but yeah, but I think the stability we were we were sensing before uh-huh. was more because you were just like flatlined, like you just didn't care. I guess about anything. You were kind of stable and like kind of out of it. Yeah, but now I got shaken up. Yeah, and it's the stability <laughs> right now. Got, you are literally you are so stable. You're putting on your makeup using your phone as a mirror. <laughs> that that is the definition of unstable. Yeah. <laughs> so because, like, I, you, you're <laughs> absolutely right. Um, so anyway, last show you were on and we brought Softball Brian on, Lean and Serene, hashtag. <laughs> yeah. 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 And we and, and we we thought we were making progress. We thought we were going to bring you on here. We wanted to find out you guys have been flirting for a long time. You guys are on the same softball team, exchanging flirtatious texts. Your ex is out of the picture completely. We were looking to get some new, fresh, lean and serene, Nutribullet guy in here <laughs> to say this is this is someone that you guys have had some tension. You guys have had some flirting going on for yeah. a long time. And all your friends were getting really annoyed because neither one of you were making making a, a jump to, mm-hmm. to take this to the next level. Correct. Then you go on some unstable hashtag excursion <laughs> to see this military Navy SEAL. And after you're done with him and... <laughs> thinking you were going to get killed, which More you didn't. More like after he's done with her. Right, Let's after he's done with her. She's in the, the other double bed texting Brian <laughs> saying, I wish you were here. And yeah. decides when he when uh, he's on the show next time to tell him that she really wished he was there. Yeah. And we, we didn't know what he was feeling about that moment. He right. didn't really get into that. Right. But... Your friends just put him on the on the spot, point oh, blank, yeah, yeah. and said, "Hey, what do you feel?" Mm-hmm. He wasn't very forthcoming. What did you think of that, Cub? What if you were to go back on this? What did you think, like as a guy? Where did you feel he stood? I mean, as a guy, it just confused me. It did. I, I really didn't get it. It did confuse mm-hmm. me too. Why would he come on the it show? Confused you too as a guy? No, <laughs> I mean, if I were a guy, it would confuse me. <laughs> yeah, but seeing as I have boobs, it's confused me even more. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I guess so. So here Not we are. Really, and I'm like, why, you know, this lean and serene, come on, if you're not interested, why would you put yourself in a public position? Come on, put yourself face to face with our friend here and not be interested. But yet he didn't show non-interest, but he didn't show that much interest. But yet they have a date planned for the next for in a couple of days. Yeah, you know, he wasn't really jumping on the opportunity to no. say what he really felt, if anything. So I don't know. Right. So maybe you know, he was holding back. Maybe he was shy. I, I don't know. Because it was kind of awkward circumstances. It kind of felt like we were roasting the two of them. Yeah, yeah. it did. It yeah. did. And it really just felt like we weren't getting anywhere. Right. And right. meanwhile, I wasn't even listening to anything he was saying because I was too busy shrieking and throwing <laughs> my headphones. Legitimately yeah. had a minor 
meltdown. Yeah. Yeah, you had a meltdown. Yeah. I was like p- trying to pull off my clothes, like looking for an exit. <laughs> yeah, I was like having that hot was, flashes. He had to turn down your mic. It got I know, so bad. I know. We took the video and we went back to your friend Jess's house who yes. had called in and she was not happy. She actually hit you in the arm she pretty hard. A few times. Yeah, yeah, because she said that you were just totally making yourself look bad right. by shrieking. And then when, when he asked me on the way home <laughs> and he was like, so where do you want to go? When are we going out? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and that then, was my response. Yeah. I don't know. And then and you she, said, and then you said, oh, then I was like, you don't have to do this. If you don't want to go out, I don't <laughs> oh. want you to feel obligated. It was a great show. If you if you feel obligated in any way, we can just stop this right now. And he was like, stop. You're yeah, good. It was, it You're was good. Enough. I want to I go. Stop. After all this, we had your friends on. We had me here. We had the cub. I thought to myself, we got to get real experts in here <laughs> to prep you for this date. Because right now, this is going on a downslope. Like, it's... It, you, <laughs> He's going to go out. Downside the, was putting it mildly. Yeah, I know. I mean, you play baseball. This is a flaming car crash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So I, I talked to a few of the experts that we normally have on the show, which you know most of them. Yeah. Dr. J being one of them who we're going to bring on first today. And she is the master of, you know, not really believing that anything's a disaster. We can turn things around. All so right. we want to put you in a position where this is an equal position. This is not, not where you're low, not where he's high. Not You know, this is an equal opportunity employment situation okay (laughs) (laughs) so dr j i I need your help here yeah and i am here to help i I really want to turn the beat around (laughs) no pressure no pressure so did you watch some of this this webcast i did i had a chance to review the webcast and uh and and i found it i found it very interesting but I'm, i'm curious to hear from gina you know where her head is now and and what she's thinking you know in hindsight in hindsight it wasn't nearly as bad as I perceived it to be at the time. And I totally could have just calmed down <laughs> and not made it so awkward. <laughs> yeah. But I was just filled with so much anxiety. I just uh, I just kind of freaked out. But, you know, looking back, there were there were some good points that I was like, I was looking at and I was like, OK, it wasn't so bad. <laughs> but, you know, I made it worse. And, and what about that really? I, I guess. You know, when you said there were some good points, what what resonated with you the most? Uh, probably the most thing was when Marissa asked him, she said, uh, what is your idea of romance? And I couldn't hear this at the time because I was too busy shrieking and throwing my headphones and stuff. But he said he referenced when we had hung out down the shore when my band played, you know, so she asked him what his idea of romance is. And that's like a really vague question. But he he made it about me some time that we spent together. He said, oh, yeah, we went to the boardwalk. We got some pizza. We got coffee. We did this. Mm-hmm. We did that. And I didn't I was, you know, I was too stuck in my own head to kind of pick up on that when it happened. <laughs> and that was very sweet. Yeah. Aww, Dr. So- J, I know you got I know that your your mind is turning. It is. It, it, it yeah. definitely is. So let me help. So help me build the picture. So you have a date coming up. Yeah. And so, do you know where you're going yet, or what the what the scene's going to look like? I don't know yet. He told he told me he's gonna he's gonna bring up some ideas today. Now so wait a I'm second. Like, I'm staring at my phone, waiting. Now wait a second. <laughs> this is what she asks me before the show starts. It was a half joke. It was not. No, I think he would have done it <laughs> if I said, "Yeah, you should do it." She, 
She said to me, do you think I should just start liking some of his pictures on Facebook to remind him that he should be calling me and confirming plans? <laughs> you know, if so, my name comes up on the notifications, yeah. like, oh, oh, that's right. I have to call her, you know? Yeah. So what do you think of that well, idea? <laughs> it was a half joke. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you have plans and they're pretty soon, I mean, if he needs that kind of reminder, I tend to take the more subtle, you know, catch me if you can kind of approach. Yeah. But it's not to say that, you know, maybe one like on a picture couldn't be a friendly reminder to prompt him. But it sounds like based on, you know, his, his answers the last time and just the, the way that he was, you know, referencing you and, and referring to you, he, it just seems like he he's into you. It, it seems like there is some interest there. Good. <laughs> Yeah, but she's she's putting herself and her self esteem in, in such a in the toilet here by making herself look like like he doesn't have to take her out. He doesn't need to do these things. And like I want her to come in with the position of confidence going into this situation. Yeah. So going into this, let me ask you a question. You know, when when you think about how you're gonna be spending your time, I guess what are the what are the top two worries that come to your mind or the top two things that you're that have you concerned? Honestly? Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, lie. Yeah, right, lie right. um, no, make it up. This is kind of weird, but the first thing that comes to mind is I hope I'm wearing shoes that I don't fall in. <laughs> okay. 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 Any other concerns? Um, okay. I, I, um, I, I am predicting because the way I feel right now when I'm placed in a position like this where it's very, my reaction is very critical and it's sort of like high risk kind of thing like <laughs> no like but this, going like to see the all... navy seal wasn't high risk oh well that's different yeah. <laughs> I, that i knew i what i kind of what i was getting i never mind. okay okay go but, ahead <laughs> but with this i'm gonna i know i'm gonna be distant i'm not gonna look him in the eye i'm gonna be very like my head's gonna be off in space i'm not gonna want to engage because it's too vulnerable at this okay. point and, and what about that <laughs> So what about the experience is uncomfortable for you? Can we just dig one step deeper on that point? Sure. I'm afraid that the uh, the lightness of the, the flirty exchange is kind of gone now because we kind of breached that, like, okay, hey, guys, reality, you're kind of into each other. You should go and date or stop or do something. <laughs> and so it's like a one-time deal. Like, it's either going to go from here. It's going to, like, right, go and, down. It's like, it's the make or break point. Yeah, and I guess it, yeah. it's... it's um. It's too vulnerable. Like, I'm afraid of, um, you know, getting too open or hurt. Okay. <laughs> Here's the deal. Okay. Before we get to Dr. J and Bob Grant, which I'm very excited about, I knew you before this big relationship that you had where you became domesticated. Yes. The ex that we were trying to get you connected to. Right. I knew you before that relationship. You were a different person. Yeah. You were a rock star on the road to fame. Okay. Mm -hmm. On the road to fame. You had confidence. You were picking up the men right and left. You had no desire for a relationship. You were the runner. You you were just like attitude, you know. And then this guy came along. You fell in love with them. You quit playing music. You went and lived with them. You got domesticated. He was complaining about pizza boxes in the house. <laughs> you lost yourself yeah. and you haven't come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe uh, yeah. you have, you're starting to, I'm seeing glimpses of it. Yeah. But the self esteem that took its toll from that relationship, he mm -hmm. basically stripped you of everything. Yeah. And now yourself, who you are, 
who you really are is like underneath all this anxiety. Yeah. We need to bring the diva back. Yeah. Yeah. See, you're feeling, see, you're, you're, you're in line with me I here. I want that. Because it's in there. It is. I saw it in there the moment your ex really made you mad that one day when the whole, what he was doing during the relationship came out. The whole like if he was cheating and all that stuff. Yeah. And that burn came back and you're like, he started calling you. You weren't returning his calls. You weren't answering. Yeah, and right. I'm like, there you are, Gina. There you are. I missed you. <laughs> yeah. But we we're, now this other guy comes along and that that's the self-confidence, mm. the diva in you. Where is she? Dr. J, help us. <laughs> yeah. So where we left off. I asked you, Gina, what, what were the two things that you were most nervous about? And your answers were, you know, I hope I don't fall in my shoes and something about nervousness about the conversation. And we kind of, you know, went along those lines. And so I guess, you know, what, what I would ask you to do is to consider some pillars. Okay. Yes. I love strength. the pillars. Love the pillars. Yes. For, for this upcoming date. Hold me up. <laughs> I'm going to hook you up. Here we go. And so they're a little bit different than the fundamental pillars. These are these are just kind of, you know, little prop pillars, if you will. Mm-hmm. And so what I think is happening here is that you're so, from my perspective, what it sounds like is is that you're so ultra-focused on yourself right now. Mm-hmm. Am I going to be good enough? Are those shoes going to hold my feet up? Am, <laughs> am I going to say something that's out of line? You know, me, mm-hmm. me, 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 me. Mm-hmm. And what I don't hear, or I haven't heard yet, is really how you're evaluating this other person, how right. you're determining if you're good for each other mm-hmm. and not so much about, oh, is, you know, do I have lettuce between my teeth kind of thing. <laughs> so she's you not know, in the director's chair. She's putting herself on the casting couch. Wow. It, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Good yeah. and, and so, mm. And so no relationship is you know, a person on the casting couch or, or, or anything where, you know, you're kind of coming in and just evaluating each other. It's this, you know, symbiotic type of thing that happens between two people that's built on things like love and trust and sexual desires and fun things like that. But I feel like where you're directing your energy is so much more on things that really don't matter. Like, am I going to say something dumb or is my shoe going to work? Tell me, tell me, tell me oh, how you feel when I say those those statements and, and what that and if that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. Yeah, I'm I'm too focused on me being good enough and not do I actually want to spend time with this person. Self conscious. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I think all too often what happens is is and I think it happens for men. I think it, ha- it happens to women. Is you know we go into these situations and we keep thinking about ourselves, 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 and we forget to check out the other side and mm-hmm. say, hey, wait. Am I compatible with this person? Do I like to do the same things that they like to do? Have I really interviewed them to kind of understand? And not like you want to judgmentally, you know, approach it and and interview every piece of them, but just like, you know, anything that you're going to engage in in life, you need to find out about that person. You need to find out what they like to do, you know, what makes them happy, what's their ideal, you know, setup for the future. Are they a country person? Are they a city person? Do they like to stay at home? Do they like to go out? And those are the things in my mind that you should be focusing on mm-hmm. for this date and not necessarily the trivial things. Right. That's that's a good point. I, Great. I, I'm going to. Yeah. I want to bring Bob on because he's been listening and he knows you, Gina. And then we're mm-hmm. going to come back to Dr. J for a counterpoint. How do you feel about that, Dr. J? Okay, so great insight from Dr. J. We're bringing out the key starter, you know, the starters on the basketball team, uh-huh, bringing them out. Uh-huh. Okay. 
Bob Grant, one of our favorite relationship experts, uh, is coming on. And like I said, he's he's written so many books. The women men adore never want to leave. Never mm. want to leave. <laughs> yeah. Bob, I'm so happy you are here. You've been listening in. You know, Gina. How are you feeling about all this? Yeah, I, I like what Dr. J said. I was let's see if I can elaborate on it because I think that's an excellent point. Probably the, the the biggest thing, if I'm going to do a sort of a very, it's not really a variation because I like the idea of being focused on someone else. Gina, if based on what I've known from you, if if we can have it where your focus on this date is on him and not you, and I'll tell you the reasons why. Mm-hmm. It is if your focus is on him having a good time, no innuendo. <laughs> and therefore, it, you, know, it, you know, it's about him. What that does, it gets you out of your head. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, imagine you're trying to secure a $10 million loan or, or $10 million from him. You're not going to be as focused on those things. You're going to be focused on what he's interested in. Or it's mostly going to be about him, which means you won't have as much fun necessarily. What I would like for you to do is to have mm-hmm. the option for you to decide whether to keep him and throw him or throw him back in the water. But you're not going to find that out on one or two dates. Right. I'm I'm actually trying to get you the second and third date, and let's let's add another part. Mar- and Marissa had alluded to this, and, and ask her: is, is Marissa listening? Yeah, I'm right here. Or is it just me and you? Yeah. <laughs> well, what what would you say? What would you say her best quality is? Her best quality. You, you, you've known her. I mean, I mean, something that's just some man mm-hmm. is just going to love it once he once he gets to see this quality. What's her best quality? She is so spontaneous. And so like, you know, out for having fun and showing somebody a good time and she's not boring and she's got a lot of life, a lot of energy and a lot of spunk. And I think she's, she kind of loses that when she gets in her head. Yeah. So she <laughs> makes, so, yeah. She, so she makes a man feel alive. Yeah, totally. And she's okay. got a sex appeal to her too. That's like, it's not overly, but it's not like uh-huh. it, it's got this edge to it. And I haven't seen that in a while either. Okay, so that quality, Gina, you're not going to be able to show him that on one or two dates. Right. I mean, I mean, not unless you're overdoing it. And so if you know, your friend says this, you seem to agree with it, I want him to get a chance to see that. Mm. But I don't want to try to sell him on that. I don't want to act like I'm trying too hard. And there's a certain part that your focus is on him primarily. It doesn't mean you ask him all the questions, but we're not trying to evaluate him initially. Mm-hmm. it's the first or, or second date, however many it's been, it's too early on, is that I want him to see that side of you, but it's going to take him a little time to see your best asset. Now, I know it's there. Your friend knows it there. Other people know it's there. If he's too lazy or too impulsive or whatever to take the time to see it, it's easy for me to say this, but we say next. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're not into trying to converting someone. Right. What we're after is this guy, and like what Dr. Jed said, is this guy a good fit? Mm-hmm. And so we're not you know, doing it too hard and stuff. So, and we're trying to give him the best chance possible to see that side of you that, that once your friends get to know you, they love it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they don't, in fact, they say, where is it? Yeah. Well, there's a part <laughs> of him that's obviously interested, but yet there's a part of him that's not. So he's going into this situation because he agreed to it and he wants to see, <laughs> but I think he's already made up his mind. But I think that part of her that he initially was attracted to, I think is being overshadowed by some other stuff that he's seen. So how do we go into this and kind of get him to have a clean slate and, you know, move in another direction or to get yeah, to that second yeah. date? So, so, so then let's think about the, the, really the goal of the first date, what goes on. It's more of a masculine and feminine dynamic. Mm-hmm. Folks, folks really don't pay a lot of attention to the other things. I mean, they, they, they may think it and stuff, but it's more of, you know, her feminine appeal, his masculine appeal. 
and that's where the energy that's going on. And while we don't want to overdo that, if if you'll focus on him and your attention is on him, being listened to and paid attention to is very powerful. Mm-hmm. So, so we're not mm-hmm. trying to do something too verbal or do something. We want to do something where he has leaves with a certain feeling. Mm-hmm. And it, it, when you pay attention and focus on on him, especially with one of your best assets that everyone says is your vivacious once you're on. Well, that should you know that I think will come across whether you totally feel it or not. Okay. And by that by that focus, even if you're nervous, even if you don't do it, nervous is not um, a dist- a distractor. Nervous is not a turnoff. Okay. I mean, the, the turnoff is is anger, stuff that's disproportionate, demanding. You know, sort of mm. obviously. But but nervous a lot of times is adorable. You know, unless someone turns it into something bad. That is such <laughs> a good point. That is so smart. Yeah. <laughs> I never you thought know, of that. Of course, that's why we have experts. Because when I'm when I'm out with a guy and he's nervous, I think it's adorable. Right. Yes. But when you're nervous, yeah. you start freaking out and thinking, right. you know, it's a bad oh thing. Oh, my God. I'm blowing yeah. it. I'm blowing it. I'm blowing yeah, he it. Doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't think that. Wow. Well, I'm, let's... I'm, I'm telling you, that, that's, that's not going to be a turnoff. Okay. If it is, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm worried about the guy. Yeah. He's absolutely right. Bob, tell us about why it's important to create tension and tell us about anything else you want to summarize for Gina to prep her for this date. Sure. I loved how you said tension there. <laughs> yeah. You know, if, if the goal of this is to get a second date and during the course of this, you're focused on him, it, it's probably going to be too much to create you know, tension for the long haul in one date. But remember with men, a man bonds to the degree he feels like he's had to work for something, mm-hmm. you know, the degree he's had to invest in it. We're not trying to make it too hard, but we are trying to create somewhat of a chase. Mm-hmm. And is it a game? Sure, but it's not manipulative or something dishonest. So if you're, if you're focused on him, and for the reasons we said, mm-hmm. for him to be able to see those points in you later on, I don't know exactly what this date is going to be, but the best I can take, can I get you to make sure you don't overstay your welcome on this date? Oh, yeah. Hmm. That's a good, a very and, good point. And, yeah. And it's, and how, how you do it is up to you. You turn into a pumpkin at a certain time right. or you, you have to do something, something over there. And the, the idea behind that is, is that in creating tension, ideally, we don't want him to have as much access to you as he would like. So right. I understand right now he's not really sure. And mm-hmm. so with you being proactive with this, it uh, comes across as not only confident, it comes across that it's a surprise to him. Mm-hmm. And that's really what we want. We're not trying to jar him. We're just not fulfilling what he might think in his mind. If it's a sure thing or he's not really sure, all of a sudden you leave, you leave earlier than he would expect. Right. I don't know what he will think, but I know that he will feel that. Mm. And that's really what I'm after on this first time you get together with him. I like that. Bob, you, I, you come on. I mean, you come out with it. You, yeah. you drop, you drop it down. You drop the gavel down. We're so happy that you came on and that you brought this together. And we would love for you to come back on for the follow up after the date and to to see what happens. We would love for you to be part of that if you would like. Oh sure, I'd love to. Thanks, I'd love to Bob. Hear how it goes. Thank you. And tell everyone about your products, your services, uh, what you offer, your eBooks. Please, you know, tell our audience how to get in touch with you. Sure. If you'll go to relationshipheadquarters.com, we've got a host of products that are geared primarily toward women, and we've just started introducing a series of webinars nice. where Ooh. members get to ask questions, and I get to interact with them as so we give you really specific things, just like we did today, mm-hmm. things that, that are worked, that have been tried and tested, that are guaranteed to push that button within a man. 
Wow. Guaranteed. I love your titles. Like how to button, how to like make a man never want to leave, how to guarantee success. I mean, I love it because you're so confident Uh in your products and services and what you offer. And we definitely value everything that you have to say here on a two a date radio. Absolutely. Thanks. It's been nice being here. Thank you, Bob Grant and everybody that's relationship headquarters.com. And we'll see you next time, Bob. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks so much. Okay. Dr. J, you've been listening in. Is this the first time you've heard Bob Grant? It is. What'd you think? And I thought that Bob made so many great points. And, Mm -hmm. you know, one of his points is also aligned with one of the pillars that we shared on a previous show. And that is the the whole catch, catch me if you can pillar. You know, so you're not always, I like what he said about, you know, you don't want to just make yourself available to the man for as long as he wants you to be. Right. You know, it really has to be, and not a game, but... You know, making it a little bit playful, a little bit interesting, mm-hmm. and you know, hey, you got to work for me if you want me, right. kind of thing. Yeah. Now, what is the? You know, a lot of women think that if they kind of make themselves a little more scarce, that it's going to push the guy away, or you know, there's a lot of people who like talk about their feelings too early, or let them know how much they like them too early, or tell them how thinking that'll move things along when they're not getting the results they need. And I know you've experienced this a little bit mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. What is the drawback to letting a guy into how you feel too early, Dr. J? Well, I think that one of the points that I also wanted to capitalize on was earlier, you know, we talked about how we weren't sure if, you know, Gina's date was, you know, all, all fired up or if he was a little bit unsure. And what I would say is I kind of think that the fact that he is unsure is healthy. That's normal. Yeah. So anybody, when they're dating somebody for the first time, If they're a a normal person, they should be Mm -hmm. unsure. They should, you know, question and say, you know, maybe I'm interested, maybe I'm not. But once I get to know her better, I'll know, I'll know if I am or not. True. And and anybody that comes in guns a blazing with rose colored glasses on, I mean, I what I would worry about is we've had that. Yeah. Yeah. Is he like that with everybody? Does he like everybody that he sees? And so I think, you know, that part, keeping that a little bit sacred and and kind of, you know, getting to know each other and warming up, I, I think that that's really important. And I think it's admirable in, in anybody. I like that. Yeah. I'm suddenly feeling a lot better about See, this. <laughs> this is why Intuitate Radio is important. Bob because Grant and Dr. J. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> And for me, what I see with you, because I know you, Mm -hmm. we've been friends for almost like 10 years. I've seen you go through relationships and I've seen you at your most confident points Mm -hmm. and I've seen you at your least confident points. And I think going into this, you should be thinking in your head, is this someone I want to go out with again? Right. And kind of evaluating too on your end, not just because it puts you, your subconscious in that position of, hey, like I'm a catch too. Yeah. And you're going into it like before our last show, you were kind of like, will he like me? Is he going to like me? Right. And that puts him in a position of like, I'm in the power position. I could take her out when I want. I could call her when I want. She'll be there. It's his choice. Not a challenge. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you are a challenge deep down. Yeah. But you're not really showing that to him. No. And you know what, Gina? You have every right to be a challenge. You're a beautiful girl. Thanks. You're a great person. Thank you. I've seen you on the videos. I've got to know you, um, you know, when, when we spent some time together. Yeah. And, and you should. You should be only commanding the best because you deserve it. Thank and you. I think the only person that we need to sell on that is you because I think everybody else <laughs> yeah. around you sees it. It's true. Thank you. And I think he sees it, too. 
The only reason I think he started not to see it was because you started to show the insecurity yeah. during the show of like, oh, he, you don't have to want me if you don't, you don't have to do this. Like, right. I'm not a catch. Yeah. That's what you were saying. I'm not good enough for you to want to take me out. Essentially, you weren't saying that, but you were saying that. Mm-hmm. And doing stupid things like yeah. ex- excursions and, right. you know. Yeah. And I mean, you know, we've had this situation on the show with me where somebody came in guns a blazing. Right. You know, and everyone was all like twinkly eyed and, oh, this oh, is great. He swept us all off our feet. Except for Bob Grant. <laughs> yes. He did not sweep Bob Grant right. off his feet. He saw through it. He saw through it. Everybody else was like, we don't need to grill this guy. He deserves he deserves a chance. He he disarmed in. all of us. Yeah. And yeah. I was even like, why aren't you guys being harder on? Like, you guys were all charmed by. We were. All of his. We were. You know, intensity. And really, there was. this was, It was surface. Yeah. We didn't really know what he wanted with right. me. And I end up, you know, kind of not knowing what I was getting into. Right. You know what I mean? And, and it's important that I think what Dr. J says that it's healthy mm-hmm. that he doesn't know yet. Right. Because he doesn't know you. Right. So before we get back into wrapping this up with a solution, we're going to bring on another friend who was instrumental in the softball team. Yes. He knows you. Mm-hmm. He knows hashtag lean and serene Brian. Mm-hmm. He knows about the show. He has seen the webcast. He's he knows been here. he's been here. He is a new character on our show. Hashtag Scorpio Steve. Are you there? Yes. Hello. Hey, Hi. Steve. Hey, Alan. how What's are up? you? So good. Good. Well, we're prepping Gina for her date that's coming up in a couple of days. And uh, we brought Brian on the show and it didn't. Yeah, Gina kind of freaked out a little bit. (laughs) So we're wondering, like, he's kind of here's the deal. He's kind of like he's going to take her out, but he's not like he's one foot on one side of the fence, one foot on the other. We just feel that it's not fully there yet. What do you think is going on with Gina? How could she? get into a better position here and and, and what, what what's going on what do you what do you feel is really going on here uh, well i missed the last show but from my from what i understand of it i think they're both a little nervous yeah so i would i talked to gene the other day and i said i would uh, talk to him explain like yeah, i'm a little nervous and he'll probably say i'm nervous too you know yeah and then uh go out no expectations and have a good time i mean i wouldn't make it i wouldn't make a big deal out of it i would i try to uh Play cool, you know. Mm-hmm. See how it goes. How would Scorpio Steve play cool? Is a question. All right, like if you go for if you go for like a job interview, I yeah. get all nervous. Yeah, I never got the job. Uh-huh. Then I started on the way to the interview. I would start telling myself, "Well, I look at all my positives." I say, well, I don't know. Like this company be lucky to have me, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so I kind of brainwashed myself on the way in, <laughs> and then I give. I don't give off any nervousness, you know, and I, I give off confidence and then I get the job. So you, build, kind of thing. you build your confidence you as you go in. look at your assets yeah. on the way to the date, look at your assets and be like, you know, this, this he's a nice guy, but he'd be lucky to have me, you know, mm-hmm. and go in there with confidence. Nice. Now, are there some, are there some don'ts that knowing Gina, you would say, do not do this going on into this date with, cause you know her and you know, Brian. Yeah. What are some of your list of don'ts? Like, do not do this, Gina, on this date. <laughs> Gina, I know you don't do that. <laughs> yeah. What would you say do not do? I wouldn't talk about anything in the future. Okay. 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 Is that I'll, something I'll, I do? Whatever night. Say you're going out Thursday night. I don't know what night you're going out. So right. you're going out Thursday night. That, this is it. Like, this is the date, and I wouldn't worry about Friday. Or right. talking about any future plans at all. Okay. I'll just have a good time with the guy. And, I, and it's not like he'd be lucky to have you, or you'd be lucky to have him. I'm sorry. He'd be lucky to have you. Uh-huh. But look at so so when you're like when you're on this date, it's like a selection process kind of thing. 
you know, check out the dude and see if he's for you. He might not be, you know? Do I have any, like, this specific... Whole, this, whole thing, this whole thing doesn't hinge upon him, like, falling right. for you. This, this whole thing is, like, you, you seen is this guy acceptable, you know? Do I have any, like, personal ticks or something <laughs> that you would advise yes. me to um, con- Don't exercise control over? I just be yourself. You're, you're a nice. You're a nice girl. Be yourself. Um, I'm trying to get him to beat up on me a little bit. Yeah, be, uh, come on, Scorpio <laughs> Steve. You know you could be mean. Let's let's bring it out. Well, no, I got nothing bad to say. I mean, you, know, you, around, you get a little, you get a little uh, perverted, whatever. Okay, okay. okay, don't do that. I would lay off all that stuff. Okay, all the perverted talk, all the sexual conversations, innuendos, jokes. Yeah, lay off all that stuff because I don't know. Like <laughs> That's for me, I don't nice. like that stuff. Okay. So even if he uh, laughs, it could be a turnoff, is what you're saying. Yeah. Like, it's good on the softball field. It might be <laughs> kind of fun, but on a date, not not for the dinner table. This isn't dinner talk, <laughs> right? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, she should be a lady at dinner. We got to talk about that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So, Scorpio Steve, we hope that you're going to come on during our follow-up in the studio. We hope to see you then. Okay. All right. Thanks so much for coming on. We Thanks, appreciate Steve. it. Good luck if I don't see you beforehand, Gina. All right. Thank you. All right. All right, Doc. See ya. Dr. J, you there? I am here. Anything that you're feeling like we should know? You know, I just think in, in listening to, the, you know, the overall talk about this and, and I'm just listening to the, the commentary back and forth, I really think it's about being your authentic self and bringing that to the table. And, and just and just being you and not worrying about the outcome or what happens. Okay. You know, I think if everything is 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 going to to flow and is if it's meant to be and it should be, it's all going to be there. And I don't really think that you have to do anything to, you know, to with with, with a ton of effort. You know. Right. Um, so just just so just being real. Okay. I like so, it. So, Doctor J, can I just bring up something about you that maybe some of our listeners may not know? Sure, I think. <laughs> that you're a little intuitive. Oh, yes, yes. Yes. Do you mind if we go on a little intuitive volley and see if we could pick up some stuff about this date? I, I, would, I would be thrilled to do that. Okay. Bob Grant actually sent me an email and he said, fun as always to be on the show. Tell Gina to pretend he's 500 pounds. She'll feel sorry for him and feel like she's doing him a favor to go out with him. He'll feel the difference. Smiley face. What do you think about that, Cub? I've heard about the imagine them in their underwear. Yeah. But what about 500 LBs? I've never heard the 500 pounds, but that's really cool. Yeah. I mean, it really gives you a different mindset on the whole date. Like I'm not on this date because I'm lucky. He's lucky to have me on this date. That's right. And that's, that's the confidence that she's going to have to have. That's right. So, Dr. J, you are intuitive. We've been in contact for a number of years. You not only have the practical aspects of dating, you also have an intuitive feel about things. So how is it? How do you feel about this on an intuitive level? Uh, how do you feel this is, this is going to go? Well, I kind of feel like th- I feel like this is a good guy. I, I get a kind vibe from him. Yeah. Um, and I kind of get the feeling that he, he's pretty close to his family or he has a, maybe a, a large family or, or extended family. Does that make sense? He does. He does. Okay. Yeah. So I feel like the degree to which, um, you emphasize those things that, that, that he values and, and assuming that you value the same, I, I think that's going to, he, he could definitely be somebody that you would, um, 
spend a lot of time with uh, not just him, but also on the family front. I think I feel like they like to do things in, in I see groups of people doing things mm-hmm. in groups, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Social yeah. events. Yeah. A lot of social events. Family oriented. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yes. Do family you, oriented social events. Do you feel that the dynamic may change on the state? I don't. I, I guess I, I feel like I feel like in the beginning it's going to be, you, you know, it's kind of like inertia, you know, objects at rest tend to stay at rest and those ones that things get in motion, they'll get in motion. Mm-hmm. And I think just, you know, laying back, being cool, like you're meeting a new friend and just, you know, finding some things to talk about and maybe finding something fun and interesting to do, like a joint activity together might mm-hmm. be, might kind of take some of that anxiety away. Yeah. Good point. I feel, Gina. Yeah. I do feel that if you take everything into consideration, Mm-hmm. And you really come at this with a different energy because I'm all about energy and I'm all about magnetizing or projecting energy. Mm-hmm. People feel energy. Men, what I found out about men just doing so much research and being having my own really bad experiences mm-hmm. is that they're not going to make a decision on you based on logic. Okay. They're not going to say, oh, this is a good fit for me because she's nice she's understanding she has a good job she's hot like okay they're gonna make a decision based on a gut feeling that's that's so right okay yeah. so he can say all these good things and you can list them and i remember i used to do i used to just do things for everyone mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. this i'm going to show him over time that he is going to value me me because what i bring to the table mm-hmm. who i am what i do for a living mm-hmm. but what i didn't realize is that men don't commit and don't move forward and don't get crazy about a woman if they don't have that gut visceral reaction. Yeah. And they can't explain it. So all of the logical things. Right. That I thought. Like on paper. On right. paper, like I have a good job. Um, I feel like I bring a lot to the table as far as intelligence, right, insight. Right. And I'm like, why doesn't this guy, you know, uh-huh. why isn't he jumping? And from all the, it's more about the energy I was projecting mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was one of, I need to lock it down. Right. I need this guy to like me. Mm-hmm, I need mm-hmm. this. And that energy that was projecting was a pressuring energy mm-hmm. that caused them to re- be repelled. But I didn't yeah. realize I was doing it. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because oh, I absolutely. wanted to move a relationship forward. Uh-huh. So if you're projecting an energy, a different energy, only we're only talking about this in an energetic sphere mm-hmm. on an intuitive level. They're going to intuit something that they're drawn to you and they don't know why. Mm-hmm. And they want more of it. Okay. Because you're making them feel something inside. Right. It's nothing that you do say or don't say. Although those things I think can be a deal breaker. You know, talking about too much sexual stuff or doing that. But he's going to walk away with a feeling. Right. And either he's going to feel like dead inside. (laughs) Nothing. Uh He's going to feel anxious. Right. Or he's going to feel like a little excited. You want them to feel a little excited and wanting more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So that's yeah. that's kind of where I'm coming from with that. I don't know if that makes any sense. It makes a ton of sense. So we only have 30 seconds to wrap up the show. I'd like to to thank you, Dr. J, for spending so much time with us today and giving us so much insight. I think Gina learned a lot from I everything did. you had to say. Thank you, everybody. Thank oh, you. Of course. Happy to be here. And we will uh, be in touch with you on the follow-up and let you know how she does. So excited to hear how she does. And Gina will be thinking about you. Thank you. Yep. Thanks everybody else for listening in. Tune in next week to find out what happened on Gina's date. So we will be back next week and we want you all to tune in and see how she did. So we will be back in two date radio. Thank you for listening. We'll see you soon.